This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated. Tech Guide, episode 588. Great to have your company once again. Thanks for joining me. My name is Stephen Fennec, and I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, breaking news on the upcoming Hubble service and what we can expect to see. Why people are returning their Apple Vision Pro in the US and the rechargeable batteries that can save you thousands. In the Tech Guide reviews, we take a hands-on look at the Asus ZenBook Duo, which has two 14-inch OLED displays. We take a look at the 4-in-1 adapter, which also includes a portable battery, and Tonico's new complete floor cleaning solution. And we'll answer all of your tech questions in the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, the new Hubble service is going to be officially unveiled later in the week. So I don't know much about it at this point, but there are some, there is some news to share with you today. My suggestion is tune into Two Blokes Talking Tech later this week where the embargo would have lifted and we can talk about it and we can – well, the launch actually would have taken place and we can t- f- completely discuss this new service. But the news I can share with you today is the fact that Hubble – has secured some of the biggest streaming services uh, to join its platform. And we're talking Netflix, Disney+, Paramount+, Plus, all the big names. And uh, they will be available on the Hubble platform. Now, what do we know about Hubble? Not a lot. We're all, we've been told that the service will be able to combine streaming services, live TV, on-demand, free-to-air, everything in one place. And this has been – a similar platform has been uh, in the US, the, the the Sky Glass, I think they call it. So Hubble will be available in two forms. One, if you've got a TV, you can plug in a, a, a little box or you can even buy a complete Hubble solution. So it's a television – that you just plug in the wall and enjoy all the services, all, all that technology is built into the TV. And it's a 4K TV available in 55 and 65 inch. Uh, so that, that will be your option. So if you've already got a TV that you're happy with, you can uh, just plug in the box and then you'll be able to access, from what I'm assuming here, you'll be able to access Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Prime Video, YouTube, Apple TV+, Paramount+, Plus, KO Sports, Binge, Stan, Optusport, and Flash, among others. And you will also be able to access a brand new subscription service, some more breaking news called Lifestyle. So you know how they've got uh, the Foxtel Group has KO Sports. They've also got Binge. And now they've got Lifestyle. So guess what Lifestyle is going to have? Lifestyle content like real estate shows, food channels, all those sorts of things. And so what you're seeing now, if you're a current Foxtel customer, you can, if you're happy with your service, fantastic. 
But if you wanted to just to get the app services, so binge between binge, KO Sport, and Lifestyle now, you'll be able to make to have all that service just on those apps. And then throw in Netflix, Disney Plus, Prime Video, Apple TV Plus, Paramount Plus, all the others, and then you've got this all this one-stop shop. Uh, in, in, so it makes it a lot easier to find your content, to navigate, and no doubt it'll be recommending various things and, and offering you uh, what what uh, the trending shows and things like that. So full details we'll know, we'll learn later this week. Uh, there is an official launch midweek down at Mrs. Macquarie's chair, and uh, I'll be at that event, but we will I will be talking about it with Trevor Long on our Two Blokes Two two Blokes Talking Tech podcast later this week. So tune into that. You'll be able to hear all of the details. Today, the news is that they've got all the streaming services they want to. Uh, They've they've got them locked down. They've also got this new lifestyle app as well that's going to be sit alongside KO Sports and Binge as well. Hubble, uh, you can get it, as I said, as a box. Uh, You just plug into your TV with a single cable or... You can actually buy a Hubble TV. It's called Hubble Glass, 55-inch and 65-inch models. Uh, if you've got a larger TV or want a larger TV, you can just get the box and plug the box in. Uh, if you're in the market for a TV, maybe this could be your next TV. It's 4K, I understand. It's got a built-in sound bar and uh, looks and sounds pretty good. It's also available in colors. Uh, there will be different colors of the Hubble uh, the Glass TV as well. More news later this week, and if you want to find out more about Hubble, all those those different services that are confirmed for the platform launch, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Okay, here's an interesting one. The Apple Vision Pro has been on sale now for just over two weeks in the United States. Now, with all Apple products, I don't know whether you knew this, there is a, they do have a policy of a return, a no-questions-asked return of any product, not just the Vision Pro, after within 14 days. And so we're hearing that there were, I think, the numbers of people who return the product, I think, have been exaggerated because it's a brand new product. It is, it's expensive and it's, it's a totally new category for Apple. So I think that the focus on the number of people returning the Vision Pro, I'd say my gut would be that there are probably less people returning this than would have returned iPhones over the years. But uh, we don't have any official numbers. Apple aren't exactly going to share that kind of information. But we have heard, though, the Bloomberg's done a nice roundup of the reasons why people are returning the Vision Pro. They've spoken to a few people uh, and uh, they've also spoken to retail staff and the employees who were who have been instructed by Apple to uh, that there's a process to accept back the Vision Pro. Now, uh, the Bloomberg, as I said, spoke to uh, a few people. And the, there is a few common reasons why they decided to return the Vision Pro. Let's go through them right now. Uh, number one, the device is just too heavy and too cumbersome to manage. Some of them have said that it induces headaches because it's inc- uncomfortable and heavy. So that's one reason. Another reason, the lack of applications and video content, which doesn't justify the price. 
Now, last week we spoke about the MetaQuest 3. One of its strengths is the fact that there is a massive library of content, and that's growing. But I'm pretty sure early days for Apple with the Vision Pro, there will be way more applications when it's launched here in Australia later this year. Uh, and of course, for, for US customers, if they hang on to the Vision Pro, they will no doubt see this massive roadmap of other applications. Uh, another reason, the work features don't make me more productive. So one of the selling points of the Vision Pro is the fact that people can put up a big monitor so they can link their Mac and their monitor is within the Vision Pro in the spatial in the space around them. Uh, a lot of people are saying it doesn't make them more productive. It's like using a normal external monitor with a Mac and they're and they're difficult to use for long periods. So uh, I think there's a there's a bit of a learning curve, I think, when you get the Vision Pro because you you really it doesn't take long to learn the the gestures and various things like that. But I guess if you if you're used to a certain workflow with your Mac or with any other computer, that if that any change there takes a little bit of getting used to. So I think uh, yeah, that that could be justified. Another reason, the displays have too much glare. Uh, the field of view too narrow and the device is causing eye strain and vision problems. So that's, uh, I, I look, I only use the Vision Pro for about 30 minutes. So I can't really, it, it's only until I've used it for extensive periods of time that I can comment on, on any of this, uh, especially this this section where about the field of view and the glare and various things like that. Um, it's it's uh, interesting to to see and i think look these are problems you got to remember this is a gen one product and that's another reason people have cited that they say it's it's too it's the the generation the first generation of the product people returned to thinking you know what i'll buy it again gen two or three when it's better and and by better they're they're hoping that it's smaller it's lighter brighter all those improvements which which always happens like you you look back at the first iphone and compare it to the iphone 15 it is absolutely night and day, the differences and the improvements. And that's going to happen with the Vision Pro. Whether you want to jump on board now or wait a year or two, that's entirely up to you. But my saying in tech is the longer you wait, the longer you wait. So you decide when you want to jump onto that onto that production line and it, it'll then take you through till the, till the next version comes out. If you're going to constantly wait for the better version, you're going to be waiting forever because there'll always be a better version. Uh, and how long you want to wait, that's up to you. Uh, another reason, this is a really interesting one and something I pointed out too in my MetaQuest 3 review. This other reason is the product makes me feel isolated from family and friends. And th this is an important point because... VR is very much a solo enterprise. You're there by yourself. It's not like you can wear the same headset. You are on your own. And if there, I'm sure there, there, there maybe some fights broke out in households where, give me a turn, it's my turn to use it. And that could have even been a, re a reason to return it as well. Perhaps this is part of that. Uh, they say that meaningful shared experiences don't exist yet. Uh, and the Vision Pro is not easy to pass around to others because it needs to be precisely fitted. So anyone who uses it after me, I've got a massive head. 
someone who have to use it after me would have to really tighten up the strap. And it does take a bit of adjustment. And you know what? The MetaQuest 3 is the exact same thing. You need to adjust it to fit your noggin. It, it's not one. It's not a one-size-fits-all proposition. So I can understand that that being frustrating because if someone wants to have a turn, they're going to have to take a bit of time to fit it properly so it's comfortable and they've got to adjust their the, the eye settings and hand scanning and all those sorts of things. So I'm pretty sure Apple will have some kind of solution where you have like a profile or something that can at least – tune your hand and eye settings maybe automatically i don't know but um that but might be look i'm pretty sure apple's already working on version three or four of this thing so what, what, what we're seeing now i think are the early signs uh the early reasons why and look i got a lot of attention it's not like there was just a mass mass exodus of people rushing into stores demanding their money back there's still I'd say 99% of people are probably still have their Vision Pro and they're happy to hang on to it and to see what comes of it in the future. But we're going to have to wait a little bit longer. It doesn't come out in Australia, I think, for several months. So uh, I will keep you updated on the Tech Guide podcast, of course. The minute we know something, we'll be letting you know either here or on our website, techguide.com.au. Now, if you're like me, uh, I'm pretty sure this is common for a lot of people. We go through a lot of batteries, and I'm talking uh, AA, AAA batteries, maybe C or Ds, nine volt batteries, uh, the CR1233s. You know those little those little fiddly ones that go in certain products as well. And you know what? They're not cheap, so they can not only dig into your wallet, but also if you because we throw so many of them out. A lot, a lot of people don't responsibly recycle them into e-waste. They often end up in landfill. So what's the answer? The answer could be actually a company called Pale Blue who have just released their rechargeable lithium-ion fast USB-C rechargeable batteries. Now, when I think of rechargeable batteries, I think of the old style where you got this massive thing plugged into the wall and you put all the batteries inside it and then it, once it's charged, you take the batteries out of that, that massive device and then put it into your remote control car or your, your game controller or your camera or whatever wherever you're using it or your TV remote control and, and that's how it works. Well, Pale Blue, it's totally different. Every battery has its own USB-C port built in. So imagine a battery, like imagine a AAA or a AA battery, and at the top of it is a USB-C port. And not only, not any old USB-C port, it's a fast charging USB-C port. So when you buy these in sets of four, it does come with a cable, which then branches off into four USB-C cables. So you can charge all four batteries at the same time, just with a cable into your charger or into your PowerPoint, if you've got a USB-C port, in, a USB port in your PowerPoint, so you can charge them up, and they charge up pretty quick. So some benefits there, and, and they're going to offer all kinds, all those formats I mentioned: AA, AAA, CD, nine volt, and the CR1233As all have their own USB-C ports built in, so you can charge up to four batteries at the same time. So now, no need for a separate charger. With that, that would add to the cost of the product. I'll tell you the pricing later. Also reduces the clutter in your home. Imagine having a rechargeable battery charger uh, in your in taking up a space in your in your PowerPoint. 
Now, the stats are some interesting stats around battery use. There are more than a million single-use batteries sold every day in Australia, and more than 90% of them end up in landfill. And that, that's dangerous because these batteries can leak toxins and metals into the soil. So environmentally, not the best result. Uh, at the moment, only 30% of batteries are rechargeable. And in the a, AAA and AA sizes, that figure is below 2%. So rechargeable batteries are normally the larger ones, but AA, AAA, less than 2% are rechargeable. So that's a lot of batteries being tossed in the bin. Now, here's a, a solution, okay? So rather than you having to spring for batteries quite often, you can now recharge uh, these batteries. And we're talking like with, you, can, you can replace more than 4,000 single-use alkaline batteries. So you are, each one, I'm assuming, you can be recharged up to 1,000 times, which imagine the money you'll save. Do the math. You're talking thousands of dollars over the years here. Uh, especially you, you got if you're using devices that need like you, how many TV remote controls you got, how many uh, the Foxtel remote, all these other remotes you've got, uh, and all, not not to mention kid to, kids toys and other products and devices that need batteries. You're constantly feeding the batteries. Well, if you buy a set of these, then uh, you're good to go, and they're available in four pack, eight pack, twelve pack, or uh, the large batteries, uh, two pack, four pack, and a, and a six pack. I think oh, no, two, four, and eight pack. I'll go through all the pricing in a moment, but this can really save on the bottom line. Uh, and they're already in use, by the way. They're being used on film sets, concert venues, cruise ships. You can charge them on the go. So if you've got a portable battery, you could plug this into that portable battery and that's going to charge you your other rechargeable pale blue batteries as well. All right, let's talk pricing now. A set of four AA USB-C rechargeable batteries, $29.99. That includes a four-in-one charging cable. You can buy an eight-pack for $54.99, 12-pack, $79.99. All these prices are on Tech Guide, by the way, so you don't have to write stuff down. Just go to our website and check it out. There's also a link to Pale Blue's website. The AAA four-pack, $24.99, eight-pack, $44.99, 12-pack, $64.99. That's pretty good. The D USB C is in a two pack. That's that large large battery. Twenty nine ninety nine for a two pack. Four pack fifty four ninety nine. Six pack seventy nine ninety nine. That's where you can say to people, "I've got a six pack." You might be talking about the the, the USB C. The C USB C two pack twenty nine ninety nine. Four pack fifty four ninety nine. And the lovely six pack seventy nine ninety nine. Now the other battery you can buy from Power Blue rechargeable, the nine volt battery. Anyone who's got a bloody fire, you got a smoke alarm, these are useful because isn't that a pain when you need to change a battery and it's constantly beeping, beeping, beeping. Imagine you've got a rechargeable 9-volt battery, pop it in, and that, that sound goes away. 9-volt, 2-pack, $24.99, 4-pack, $44.99, 6-pack, $64.99. Pale Blue is the brand. The link to the site is on Tech Guide. All those prices, by the way, on Tech Guide. Pictures of the pale blue, including that little, uh, the cable with the four USB-C extensions on the end of it. There's a little picture of, a, of these four batteries uh, hanging off a PowerPoint. That could be you with your rechargeable pale blue batteries. Check it out. Techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. 
They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. It's a new year and our digital generation continues to see a rise in cybercrime and data breaches. Don't leave your devices without protection or your personal information open to exposure. It's time to have a plan to keep your devices and personal information protected. Save your time and money should the unthinkable happen and your devices are at risk to cyber threats like malware, ransomware, or viruses, or your personal information being exposed to cyber criminals looking to trade your details on the dark web. Introducing Norton 360 Platinum. With device security, a VPN for online privacy, parental controls and identity protection with dedicated restoration support and dark web monitoring, you have a comprehensive plan in place to help ensure your information stays in private. It's peace of mind for your devices and your identity. With Norton 360 Platinum, if you become a victim of identity theft, you'll have access to their dedicated identity restoration specialists to help you address your identity theft claim and help you resolve it. Norton 360 Platinum is available now at Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi, or online at au.norton.com. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennick. Kicking off the reviews this week is our hands-on look at the Zeus ZenBook Duo. Now, this is the laptop we've spoken about. This was released at the Consumer Electronics Show, and this has two, count them, two 14-inch OLED displays. And uh, we've got our hands on the Zeus. We've also made a video too. Check out our video. We love it when you watch our videos. A lot of work goes into the video. So please, pl- please press play on the video, which is embedded in the Tech Guide story. Now, the Zeus ZenBook Duo, the model number is the UX8406. It's on our story on Tech Guide if you want to check that out for yourself. But the ZenBook Duo has been a line of Asus computers for quite a while, and it's always had a secondary screen. And, and the second screen has been, uh, you know, about a third of the size of a regular screen, uh, and over the years has grown, has adopted a following. Well, now they've gone all out with the, the dual screen setup. So not only is there your gorgeous top 14-inch OLED display, there's also a second OLED display. And people are thinking, where the hell is it? It's actually under the keyboard. When you first see it, there's a keyboard sitting on the lower half, and that keyboard is actually a Bluetooth detachable keyboard. Soon as you remove that keyboard, voila, second 14-inch OLED screen. You can see it all on the video, by the way. Uh, So, yeah, this is, a, I think, a game changer, really sending laptops in a completely new direction. My prediction there'll be plenty of imitators. There'll be a lot of other companies that'll think, yeah, what a great idea, two screens. Now, we have seen a similar approach with foldable laptops. You may have seen, uh, I think Lenovo had one. The latest I saw was the HP Spectre, which is a foldable laptop. So similar concept where the laptop sits on the lower half of the screen, but rather there being a hinge to separate the two displays being foldable, it's really one big display. And that's great, but being a foldable display, that comes at some expense. It's not cheap. Now, the Asus ZenBook Duo is not the cheapest in the world, but it's $3,999, which when you consider what you get, and I'll talk more later about that, that's actually not a bad value price. With the foldable laptop, so you're kind of getting the same modes, the ability to have desk mode and sharing mode, all those sorts of things, 
the the HP Spectre is about nine thousand dollars now. Good as gold. If you good luck to you if you got the money to buy that, and it's a beautiful, sexy product. But it is for to do the same thing. The Asus ZenBook Duo can do it for less than half the price. So that that little one hundred and eighty degree hinge that separates the two screens. There there are modes where you can use the ZenBook Duo as if you've got one big screen. Or you can work it so that you've got two portrait screens or two landscape screens. That's up to you. That brings that brings us to the modes. So laptop mode naturally is what you expect to see, where keyboard is in place, single screen. This is useful if you want to use it in your in a typical way, or if you're maybe cramped for room, you might be on a plane, a bus, a train, you might be not have much room to move, but you still need to get your work done, uh, that you can use it in that mode. Now, as soon as you slip off the Bluetooth keyboard, the lower keyboard comes to life. Sorry, the lower screen comes to life. And you're even able to use a virtual screen on that lower half of the screen. This is really well illustrated in the video. So you take off that 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 lower, take off the keyboard. So you've got two touch screens there in front of you. If you you can use the keyboard, which is now detached wirelessly because it's Bluetooth. So you can be using that separately. Or if you want to just have a virtual keyboard, you can try that as well. So you can have a half screen virtual keyboard and you can use that top third of the screen to run another application, or you can take up the entire bottom screen with that virtual keyboard. But I think the power of this product is when you use it in desktop mode. Now, I mentioned earlier, if you wanted to combine the screens into one, that's called dual screen mode. So you can combine the two 16 by 10 inch display. So if you're in landscape, it's going to be the equivalent of having a 19.8 inch display area. A lot of room to move. And the, 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 that if, if, you, if that's what you want, you want a bigger workspace, you can do that. If you wanted the, the two portrait screens are really interesting. That's where the screen sort of are the shape of a smartphone screen. So it's perfect for someone who's working on maybe a document or a data sheet or something where you can need to refer to something that's actually got is quite long so you can easily look at the document in one uh, in one glance rather than having to scroll through if it's on a on a landscape screen landscape obviously gives you the choice there in desktop mode there is a kickstand by the way so these don't just magically levitate off your off your desk there is a kickstand that allows the screen to be positioned on your desk there's pictures and the video i keep talking about the video you can see how all that works on the video but the desktop mode I think is the killer feature here where you can you can have the keyboard detached, connected wirelessly via Bluetooth to these this dual screen display, and you're able to run something on the top screen, something on the bottom screen. You can even divide up each individual screen however you like. So you can really improve your productivity, your efficiency, and also too, if you're creating content or even if you want to be entertained, there is uh there is that option too. And just on the quality of the experience, the 14-inch OLED quality is there each 3K resolution at 120 hertz refresh rate so they look amazing so it's got dolby vision uh, they're dolby vision certified and on the audio side dolby atmos certified so not only is this a workhorse it's also quite an impressive entertainment device as well Sharing mode is another cool one as well. So sharing mode happens when you can uh, the, the hinge is 180 degrees. So basically you can flatten this out on a desk. And so if you're in sharing mode, I'll use the scenario where you're you're giving you're sharing a document or giving a presentation 
to someone else, you're sitting around a table, rather than you huddling behind one little screen, there can be people on either side of the table and you can then replicate the screen that you're looking at for the, for them to look at. So on their side of the table, the screen is right way up and on your side of the table, it's right way up. Same document, same presentation, same file, but it's it's oriented so that no matter which what side of the desk you're sitting on, you can read it uh, a right way up. Uh, again, a very powerful sharing mode. So you might be it might be a presentation or a certain document you might need to talk about together. So many uses for sharing mode. It's brilliant. Uh, on the connectivity side, two USB C Lightning ports, uh, regular USB USB port on uh, on the one side, full HDMI port on the other side, along with a headphone jack as well. Plenty of vents too. I noticed. So this thing never got hot at all. I couldn't ever. I'd never ever heard the fan kick in when I was using it. So um, the Bluetooth keyboard, by the way, also has its very own USB-C charging port. But every time it is connected to the laptop, it's drawing power from the battery. So basically it's charged as long as it's connected to the computer. You might have had it in desktop mode and wireless, using it wirelessly for such a long period. You might need to give it a charge. But good news is it's got its very own USB-C port for that. Uh, the Asus ZenBook Duo is $3,999. The model number, I'll say again, UX8406, ZenBook Duo 2024 model. And look, I think I reckon that's a reasonable price. I think for $4,000, it's kind of like you're getting two computers. It's like getting a desktop computer. That's how versatile this thing is. Uh, and like I said, if you're getting the foldable display, which basically does the same thing, you're going to pay more than double what, what Asus is asking for here. I think it's a very impressive laptop. There'll be a lot of imitators. It does have versatility. His, his quality build has quality top to toe. And uh, whether you're using it for work or play, it really does the trick. If you want to read our complete story, our hands-on story, as well as watch our video, please watch our video. You can check that out, techguide.com.au. Now, we love adapters around here. I'm sure you do too because they've got to charge our stuff. And if you've got, uh, if you've got the Apple trifecta, which is the iPhone, the Apple Watch, and the AirPods, you'll be pleased to know that the one adapter, one go charger, that's a four-in-one charging station that can charge your phone, can charge your watch, can charge your AirPods, and so there's only one cable connecting the, the device, okay? So you can be charging perfect for your bedside table or maybe on your desk, uh, charging uh, all the time. Now, the difference here, you probably think, I've heard of that before. That's not new. Well, the difference here, I did mention four-in-one charging. So Apple Watch, iPhone, AirPods, that only adds up to three. What's the fourth, I hear you say? The fourth is a built-in battery. So the section where you charge the iPhone, it has MagSafe, by the way, so it magnetically attaches to that part of the charger. That portion is actually a removable battery. It's a built, it's a 10,000 milliamp hour battery that you can take with you. And with the battery is also the section that charges your Apple Watch. So on the go, away from a PowerPoint, this is a battery, of course, your iPhone sticks to the front with MagSafe and there's a little, the Apple Watch charging little arm pops out the back and you're able to charge that as well. 
the battery also has a little kickstand. So you can set it up so you can still see your phone screen, uh, whether it's in portrait or landscape mode, and you're still able to charge your Apple Watch as well. Now, there's also on the battery a USB-C port. So you're able, if you've got the cable, to that rhymes if you're able with the cable you can charge another device so you might have uh, a, maybe an android phone or some other usb-c device or usb-c cable the usb-c could go to lightning could go to any other product but you've got that possibility as well uh, so and you've got to remember the magsafe is an apple thing so while it is designed for the iphone i have tested the battery with a the S24 Ultra and if you just if you lay it flat and position the phone above the MagSafe little spot it won't attach it magnetically but it will charge it wirelessly so it still does work with other brands of phones but it won't work as MagSafe so you'll have to lay the battery flat for it to work even this thing folds down flat so if you're not charging the earphones you can put it down flat and still charge another device that's wireless, uh, that's Qi compatible, Qi charging compatible uh, with this as well. Same deal too with the section that charges the uh, the AirPods. That can also charge other headphone cases. Uh, unfortunately, the Apple, it only charges Apple Watches. So that's only, that little uh, charger is Apple Watch only. It doesn't charge any other brand of smartwatch. So I think pretty cool. Pretty cool little product, this one. It is uh, $125 as well. So $125. Uh, it's available in white or black. Uh, and you can get it from the One Adapter website, which I've linked on Tech Guide. So $125. And you think about it, perfect for travel. This thing folds down flat. You can take. It's got a little carry bag as well. Uh, and then when you want to, you can take the, take the main part of it out and use it as a battery on the move. Pretty handy. One adapter, one go, 125 bucks. The website link uh, is on our story at techguide.com.au. Now, what's that saying? Cleanliness is next to godliness. I think that was um, Godfrey's, I think, had a similar... Similar little and um, Godfrey's, I understand, have just gone into receivership or something. So not a very good way way to uh, analogy to bring them into it. But that is the saying: cleanliness is next to godliness. So I think being clean does that mean you make you a better, more holy person? I don't know. Let's not go down that path. But if you want to, if you want to be uh, have a clean home, you need a good cleaner, and one of them is the new Tonico Floor One S Six Pro Extreme. This is a three-in-one cleaner, so for mopping, vacuuming. Uh, it also cleans itself too, by the way. You've got to love that. Now, this has improved suction and improved mopping capability. So if it's a wet mess or a dry mess, no issue here. This can handle that for you. Now, the unit has a continuous fresh water flow system. That means it's swapping out the dirty water for fresh water 400 times per minute while you're cleaning. So you're not going to be just mopping the floor with pushing the dirty water back and forth. It's being taken out of the equation. It also has the intelligent iLoop smart sensor technology, and this can detect and adjust the cleaning for you. So this means you can adjust the suction when it detects a bit of dirt there. 
also the roller speed and the fresh water flow. So it's really looking and learning and adapting on the fly. So if your floors are extra dirty, it knows it needs to work just that little bit harder. There are also several cleaning modes. There's ultra mode that gives you a real deep clean, can kill 99% of germs. I always wonder, what's that 1% germ that just can't you can't kill? I don't know whether they just say that just out of, for legal reasons or what, but 99% of germs is better than 98% of germs. Let's put it that way. The Floor One S6 Extreme Pro also has a suction-only mode. That means cleaning without water, so basically a vacuum cleaner. Uh, so you can easily and quickly clean up those smaller spills. And it is a, it's a tech product, of course. So it has a small LCD display, and you can see the mode you're in, the cleaning status, and your battery level. And when the floors are completely clean, you do get a little indicator. So the display turns from red to blue. Blue is what you want. Red means dirty. Blue means clean. It also has a uniquely designed brush head as well. So that makes the edge-to-edge -edge cleaning uh, easier and also reaching those hard-to-reach spots, you know, in the corners there. It makes that easier as well. It also comes with three microfiber rollers, two dry filters and one bottle of cleaning solution. And, of course, the charging dock. You've got to charge this thing. So it does that, that does come in the box as well. Now, tell them the price, son. Was that was that what they said on Godfrey's? Not sure. Anyway, it's nine hundred and ninety-nine bucks. It's at JB Hi-Fi right now and coming soon to other retailers. Probably won't be Godfrey's, considering what they're uh, what's going they're they're going through. But other retailers, it's coming to them as well. But you can buy it right now at JB Hi-Fi for ninety nine hundred and ninety-nine bucks. Check it out techguide.com.au You're listening to Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. If your home demands superior Wi-Fi, treat it with a masterpiece in connectivity. Bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6E from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6E is the first and only Wi-Fi 6 quad band whole home mesh system opening an exclusive all-new 6 gigahertz superhighway that's fine-tuned to deliver unprecedented Wi-Fi speeds and smoother streaming simultaneously across the smart homes of today and tomorrow. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. Find out more at netgear.com.au forward slash best Wi-Fi. All your tech questions answered. This is the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help This is brought to you by Belkin. They're our good friends, belkin.com forward slash au. And that's the place to go if you want a, a charging solution, a USB dock, uh, you want maybe a screen protector, cables, you name it, you'll find it at belkin.com forward slash au. Now, I do. I did have one interesting question. I didn't even know you could do this on Netflix. I think a lot of the younger people know this that there is a section in the settings. I got an email from a, a lovely lady who said, look, I, I'm, we've got our Netflix and uh, we've got every time we do something, it, 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 we hear a voice saying what we're doing. Uh, we, if we want to press play, it's, it's, it's talking in the background. Then that's, that's part of the settings. Called, uh, it's called audio and subtitles. So you can 
for, uh, the, I think it's an assistive feature, you have the voiceover feature, so it will tell you what it's doing. So if you're scrolling, you, you hover over a movie, it'll tell you the name of the movie, so it's talking over the top. Very easy to turn that off in the settings. You go to the audio and subtitles section, and, and on off it goes. But what I wanted to talk about is subtitles and how so many people, uh, mainly younger people, uh, are using uh, turning on the subtitles so they can actually read what the actors are saying on the screen while they're saying it. Now, me, I, I prefer to hear rather than read my TV shows, but it's becoming a massive trend. All my kids, my two younger kids, I should say, they both have subtitles on when they watch any show, whether it's on Netflix, whether it's on free-to-air, they want to have the subtitles turned on. It's a growing trend. I, I don't do it myself unless it's a foreign film and I can't understand the language, but they like having the subtitles. And, and I ask them why, and it helps them uh, helps them sort of keep keep in the story, keep in the in the, in the program. But I thought, isn't isn't the program meant to keep you in without you having to read what they're saying? Just what they're saying should be enough. So I think a lot of people have their reasons. I, I think it maybe keeps them a bit more in, immersed in in the show. Uh, they've got to read rather than just be listening to the show. They've got to have their eyes on the screen as well. I don't know. Everyone's different, but. Personally, I prefer the subtitles off. Other people prefer them on. And that is our show for this week. Thanks for reaching the end of it with us. If you need to find out more about anything we've spoken about on the show, you can do that at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch with us, please send us an email, info at techguide.com.au. We can try solve your problems as well. May even share your story on the Tech Guide podcast. You can also hit the Ask Stephen icon and that will generate an email to me as well. We'd like to give a special thanks to our great sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that could keep you and your family safe online. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another show next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected. 